life today? <laughs> it's complicated. If you're lacking inspiration, if you've lost a sense of wonder, and have a healthy distrust of traditional institutions like religion, join me as we unlock the sacredness found in each moment of life. In this Three for Thee podcast, we explore three ideas that will jumpstart your soul and help you live deeply. I'm Michelle, and as a professional minister for over 35 years, I'm excited to be your companion as we allow the Creator's spirit to move us into the real life we are meant to live. Real religion for real life works. If your mind and heart is open, let the spirit flow, and let's go. Hi there, friends. Blessings to all of you who have come to this podcast looking for more meaning in your life. It's my belief that traditional religious practice, which has at its core a belief in a God or higher power, is an antidote for the troubles of life today. I say this in spite of the many well-founded criticisms of churches, denominations, and religious people who frankly frequently give religion a bad rap. What I say is that prayer, both private and corporate, is the way to a life full of love and happiness. Now, please understand that no one life is completely happy and no one is experiencing love 24-7, 365 days a year for centuries of years straight. But the ways of our world, which include constant self-promotion, self-preservation, self-centeredness, and selfishness cause too many of us to become depressed and angry, mentally unstable, and sometimes even suicidal. My stance is that a life centered on our higher power will bring to anyone who embraces it a good life and an even better life beyond this one on earth. I know this through faith, which we discussed in the last episode, And I know this via my own particular religious practice. But today I'd like to work with a complaint one hears all the time about God and about praying to God. That complaint is usually stated as, well, I asked God for fill in the blank, but I did not receive what I asked for. Another way to put it is, if God is omnipotent and all-powerful, Why is there suffering and war and poverty and death, etc., etc.? And an even more painful way of putting it is, why doesn't God hear my plea? Why won't God heal my terminally ill child, parent, spouse? Why did God allow disasters like 9-11, the war in Ukraine, Hurricane Katrina, etc., etc.? If you've tried praying to your God and you don't feel like you've been answered, either by not hearing anything back or by not getting what you prayed for, I'd like to offer you three considerations to ponder that will help you move past that disappointment and onward to an even deeper, more fulfilling prayer. First, let's consider, what is prayer? What is prayer really? Well, picture having an exchange with your partner, a family member, or a best friend. When you talk with anyone close to you in your life, well, isn't it a two-way conversation? 
you know, you do some talking and then your beloved does some talking while you listen and back and forth and back and forth. Communication between those people in relationship thrives on this back and forth, just like human beings thrive on food and water. If one person in the relationship does all the talking, all the kvetching, all the asking and all the answering, well, that's not really a conversation, is it? (laughs) And anything this one-sided will eventually kill a relationship. Friends, the higher power prayer is no different. Prayer is a conversation. You do some talking, God does some talking, and back and forth, back and forth. But you are going to ask, how is God's voice heard? How do I hear God? Well, this may seem obvious, but to set up a worthy conversation, you have to limit outside distractions. So my first suggestion is to take time and create space. That means if you want successful prayer, carve out a little time to devote to it. Now, I'm not talking about hours of meditation, although there is a place for that. I'm talking about 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever time you can spare. Partner this gift of time with the gift of space. Put your phone away, put it on silent mode, Find a quiet spot where you will not be distracted by others, even if it's the bathroom. I've touted the benefits of being outside when one needs to be close to one's true heart and to God. Carve out time and create quiet space so that a true conversation between you and your higher power can take place. Prioritize this time and space as sacred in your daily schedule, and you won't be sorry. Now, once you create time and space, take a few deep breaths so you can calm your body and calm your mind. And then put your concerns out into the air, either verbally or through your breath or inside your mind and heart. And believe that your God is actually hearing what you have to say because God actually is hearing what you have to say. Then, simply listen. And how do you listen to something you don't physically hear? Sometimes when I feel God isn't hearing me, I take some time to consider the opposite of my request, to see if there's any validity to not getting what I ask for. I'll give you an example. Suppose your loved one has a terminal cancer. Of course, you pray for healing for that person, and you pray with a fervor like you've never prayed with before, but over time you realize that your loved one isn't healing and will most likely pass from their disease. You feel, and justifiably so, that God has abandoned you, if God was ever there in the first place. And maybe you're not only very sad, but you are angry. So you go to God in that anger. And you express it into what seems like thin air. You let that emotion out. And once you do, you stop to take a breath. And all of a sudden, you know deep inside you that your loved one, who might be in pain and discomfort at the moment, will soon be free of any bodily pain for all of eternity. And not only will they be free from pain, 
but they'll be free from all the cares that life brings. They will be in bliss. And that momentary realization causes you to relax a bit and to calm down. And that realization is the voice of God telling you that a better plan for your loved one is the move to heaven rather than back to the burdens of human life. I admit it's not easy to do this. It is very hard to let someone we love go. God's voice, sometimes heard in the opposite of what we desire, is often not so easy to accept. But if we practice consideration of the opposite of our desires, over time we find our desires and God's plan begin to line up in harmony more often than not. Now why is this? Because we are learning to be in relationship with our higher power rather than regarding God as some kind of eternal vending machine. I'm not trying to be harsh here. But when you go to God only when you want something, well, even if that something is valid and good and true, it's not exactly relationship. Asking for something with good faith and then listening with an open heart is going to jumpstart your prayer life. And you've probably guessed by now that this openness of heart comes when we can step away from our own desires, even if only for a second or two, to consider what other possible outcomes might be just as valid as the one we are begging for. So, after taking time creating space and considering the opposite of our demands and desires, we learn to converse with God. And then we learn to, in the words of the Alcoholics Anonymous program, let go and let God. I think letting go and allowing God to actually be a force in one's life comes a lot easier when you've aged a while. I know myself, now a younger senior citizen, it's much easier for me to trust this God that we cannot see or hear because my life up till now has been blessed with so many good things. Even though I have personally experienced divorce, loss of job, major illness, and the death of family and friends. And while I will never deny the pain that comes with the suffering of these events, I also can see the other side of the coin and the good that can come from that very same suffering. And then I know, without doubt, that my God hears, God knows, and God cares for me, wanting only the best plan for my life. And when you can rely on God for someone or something, you know you can relax and enjoy as your life unfolds. And there, my friends, is where the gifts of life reside, in that space of trust, of simple joy, of knowing that the one who knows everything and affects everything is in your corner all the time. That's the beauty of prayer, even when it seems one-sided at times. If you prioritize conversation with your higher power, remaining open to other ways of thinking besides your own, and learn to allow God to work by letting go, you're going to find your relationship with your higher power both invaluable and beautiful. I wish you all that is good and godly. See you next time.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of Three for Thee and are curious enough to add these three ideas today to your daily life. Please visit me on Facebook and Instagram at VocalXL. That's V-O-C-A-L-E-X-C-E-L. I'd love to hear from you. Remember, we're all in this life together, and our higher power is love. I look forward to being with you as we learn to bring that love into each of our days. Live in love today. Blessings. Blessings.